All right, so today's guest on episode two of the Various and Numerous podcast is Tony C. He's with the uh, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, and I've been uh, following these guys for, uh, I don't know, six weeks now. Uh, I came across them and um, uh, was really interested in what they're doing, and uh, I'm happy to have you on the show today, sir, to learn more about your project. Yeah, thanks for having me here, for sure. Um, follow your stuff as well, and uh, really like your uh... – uh, opinions on Bitcoin and uh, crypto world, and it's uh, it's great to have you uh, helping us out here. Absolutely, it's 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 uh, been a pleasure to get to know you guys and uh, help you guys get your uh, project out to to the uh, the universe. So I like I like to start in the beginning of everybody's you know uh, life, really, just like where you grew up and uh, what you were like as a you know a youth and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm. Uh, Originally from uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, so uh, grew up on a farm there. Uh, um, played uh, played a little bit of hockey when I was younger, and uh, did a lot of farming. And uh, mostly my background was in the ag industry. Okay. Uh, I'm in ag right now. I also own a, another company that uh, we do livestock feed, nutrition stuff like that. So it's kind of my background. But I also played hockey when I was younger. Um, played. Fairly competitive junior hockey, and uh, it's a bit of where I come from. Very nice. I'm a big hockey fan myself, so when I came across you guys and I saw you were launching with the hockey um, the hockey auction first and the, the league first, I thought that was pretty cool. So Yeah, yeah. I think it's a unique concept. So Absolutely. So when, when, uh, what, what brought you to uh, the cryptocurrency space and, you know, um, was it more of an economic side or technology side? Like when, when you, what, uh, when you, when you came across it, uh, Bitcoin, what, what was it like for you? Was it like, uh, you know, did you have a feeling automatically this is something that could work or? So my, my introduction into Bitcoin was, uh, probably back in 2013, 2012, I was kind of got into the, I don't know. We all have this awakening moment, right? And I kind of figured out what's going on in the world and things don't make sense. And, uh, figured out what money was and really got into silver. That was my first initial investment, quite a bit into silver. And in 2013, I was like, yeah, this Bitcoin kind of makes sense and set up my account, went to buy a thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin at 11 bucks and didn't do it. Of course. Right. Everyone has that story. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> I actually got back into crypto. I came across Steemit and Steam is kind of what got me into crypto, got my mind around, hey, this actually makes sense. This is kind of, you know, you can build an economy with it. And it, uh, that was how I re-entered into the world and kind of went from there. Really got into crypto, followed everything, was invested in 2017 in the big, the big uh, run up and everything. And, Lost money there too, but it's, <laughs> it was a great thing to, to find. Absolutely. So uh, you found Steam. It, uh, did you uh, create any content on there? Yeah, I played around with it back in 2017, made a few different accounts, tried a few different things, but didn't really have, you know, the thing to uh, talk about that could make some waves. Yeah. We're back on it now and it's very applicable to what we're doing. And I Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to put all all of you guys' links in the uh, description for this video. So I'll I'll uh, put the you guys' Steemit link on there as well. So yeah, cool. find you on there. 
So when, uh, when did you come across Ethereum then? Was it shortly after that, uh, you know, your Bitcoin in 2013, or was it later on when you got more into like Steemit? Yeah, no, not until I got into Steemit. Uh, that's when I got into the other cryptos, started to understand Ethereum and some of the other, other blockchains. And uh, what spurred UFFS Sports was definitely CryptoKitties. I mean, I was following it a bit and seeing a CryptoKitty sell for $170,000. And I kind of put that together with, you know, sports. Someone's going to pay $170,000 for a kitty probably he uh tom brady's worth a little more than that so absolutely you know, just applying their concept which is definitely what started this out um to the sports world fantasy sports so when did you uh it sounds like uh you know uh everything kind of culminated with your passion for sports and stuff but when did you uh know that you could actually make an erc20 like uh, what was that experience like yeah, that kind of came around probably 2000, end of 2017, probably. Um, well, actually, probably the beginning of 2017, I came up with the concept. And um, the fact that you could identify something on the blockchain and not be able to duplicate it was fairly important. Um, you know, the Ethereum part where you can transact uh, in coins is one thing, but to actually make a unique product on the blockchain that's when i found that out that really applies to our concept this is kind of a, a question that i wasn't really going to expect to ask you but with, uh, with your background in uh trade you, you trade livestock right yeah we're, right on that? Is, is this something that you think that could be applied to that too yeah so i had that i had that concept in my mind and i still do that uh, yeah. you know using applying it to the the market, um, whether right. it's or chickens or whatever grain, it's there. There, it definitely, it's going to be applicable. Yeah, yeah, I could see a future in that as well. I think that would be definitely uh, something that might be your next project. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this one's taken up enough time. It should, right. it should be busy. Right. So, uh, were you always kind of a tech guy then, or would you? Absolutely not a tech guy. All our tech is is hired out. We have some pretty okay. talented guys on the on the on the on the team, and uh, more of a hands-on guy than a tech guy. But we have the people in place to do it. So. How long is the? Uh, uh, when did you guys start uh, working on the ERC twenty? Uh, we started the project in October of twenty nineteen. So okay. that's about when we. Uh, got the group together, got the expertise together and they've been building ever since. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, gonna have a launch here of our website and their apps shortly. Uh, what are, what would you say the uh, main goals are for 2020? I know you guys just launched the bidding on the first auction on the first of the year. Um, I think that the first one, does it wrap up on the 17th of this month? Yeah. The NHL hockey auction is live right now. Okay. And uh, we've got bids going every day, and uh, they close on the 17th, so uh, the evening of the 17th. What, what would you say, like, you guys' main goals are for this year? Obviously, to get the hockey one off the ground, what, what sports are going to follow hockey? So the main goal is to get hockey going, get that rolling. We uh, get this initial auction going, get into the playoffs. We kind of have a unique playoff structure as well. Um, so we're going to get that going and 
in the spring of this year, we plan on doing CFL football, okay. which is the Canadian version of NFL. And uh, just to do, we feel that football is very, very important. So we want to play around with a semi league just to get the feel of how things should work and try to build towards the NFL launch. But uh, the plan is to do the CFL league kind of on the side in the spring. Uh, do our hockey stuff. We've got two drafts happening in the summer, uh, prospect drafts, and then probably working towards NBA is our, is our goal in the fall. Very nice. What You want to tell people a little bit more about how the league works? I know you have uh, the, the scouting, the prospects, the, you know, the players, and you can own franchises. You want to tell people a little bit, how, a little bit about that? Uh, it's, yeah, it's for different, sure. You know, it's a lot different from any other sort of fantasy uh, platform since you can actually, you know, you guys are tokenizing all of these things. So you're going to have a long-term stake in, uh, you know, performance of these, these assets. Yeah. So how we're different is in most fantasy uh, platforms, you can make multiple leagues. You can make thousands of leagues, tens of thousands of leagues, right? You just play with your friends or however it is. And uh, what we're doing uniquely is there is only one league. Similar to what the real world is, there's only 31 NHL franchises, for example. There will only be 31 franchises in our platform. Um, so there's 31 elite players or groups of elite players that will be the hockey elite. They'll, they'll own the franchises. And they will, play, they will play the main game. But outside of that, what we're doing is building a registry, really. So there's, there's a concept called scouts that we have that no one else has and what a scout is is a person that simply registers non-pro players onto the blockchain um, so there's a process in doing that and there's a couple of different things uh, auctions that we do to enter players into the the scouting pool but essentially you're a scout you find a player that you think has potential you mm -hmm. register that player on the blockchain and that's your player so you own that player until the point where that player makes pro um, if the player that you bought makes pro, what will happen is it triggers an auction and then the 31 teams bid on your player and then the highest bidder gets your player and you get the profits. So. I really like this idea. My, my, a friend of mine uh, and I, uh, we joke around all the time about being scouts. You know, we're scouting people. So I think it's pretty cool that you guys implemented that into the, uh, into the league. Yeah, it's a pretty unique concept and we couldn't do it without blockchain. Like the Ethereum network is what makes it possible because that player can't be duplicated. Once he's on there, he's on there and uh, yeah, he, you own him. So so you would have you'd have reason to watch the junior uh, bronze medal game today. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's, uh, yeah. that's an important game, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, tell Which us a little. I was losing by the way right now. So well, who, is, who is it? I think Russia's winning 2-1. Oh, okay. I, I saw a little bit of the highlights from the uh, Sweden-Finland game. Okay. That was on earlier. Uh, so what about, the, what about the wallet? Are you guys going to um, have your own, like, wallet? Or what's the plan on, on wallet? And, like, how do you, how do you trade the assets peer-to-peer? Uh, -peer? Good question. So our, our platform is built on uh, – there's a platform called nice.io. Um, they've built our platform on their platform and, uh, 
you can use the, the nice wallet. That's the wallet that you use in game. So you can register for that wallet right on our website. You just register on our website. You automatically get a wallet. Um, and then you can trade, trade, uh, in game with that. You can also store your ERC 20 tokens on, uh, on, uh, Ethereum wallet or my, my Ethereum wallet or MetaMask. Okay. So they can be stored on different wallets, but in game we'll, we need it in the nice network. Yeah, that makes sense. That way you can, you know, make things, move them around easy, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you can trade them, right? They have, they have an exchange. So the good part is we can exchange players and, and franchises right within our system. Okay. So what is there a plan for you guys to get on, uh, like, some exchanges? What, what, what is there, like, a roadmap there? What, what, what are you guys going to do about that? Yeah, once we have everything rolling, we, we're working on a couple of different exchanges that we're talking to to get uh, – our players traded on there. Um, the other part of our ecosystem that will become in time, say you bought uh, uh, Ovechkin in the auction mm-hmm. here this month. If he retires in a couple of years, you still own his asset. So you'll put a retired asset in a different wallet. Um, it won't be in your main wallet. It'll be like we're calling it a, a Hall of Fame wallet. So you put your asset in there, you own them forever. Um, and there's a lot of stuff we're working in the future to use those retired players. Um, we've got uh, some things in the works. So just because he retires doesn't mean you don't own them. You own them forever. So so like maybe if he goes to the Hall of Fame or something like that, there's incentive to hold on to him. Well, yeah. And we plan on doing some uh, simulated play with retired players in the future. Um, if you have a whole wallet full of retired players that have good stats from the past, we can use those stats to, to play games in the future. So, yeah, that would be that, a, that's actually a cool concept. Like a maybe the, even like a Hall of Fame league or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. So you could have players from you can have Gordy Howe playing with uh, Wayne Gretzky. So those are the kind of things that we're working. I mean, I think with blockchain, with uh, the crypto world you build a platform or an ecosystem like this and then a whole bunch of things grow out of it. Right. So we're, Absolutely. we're pretty excited about the future. There's all kinds of opportunities. Essentially what we are is a registry of sports players. So we register all the sports players, assign owners to them, and then we can build all kinds of games out of that. Yeah. Like you said, like this is, you know, you look at what EOS did, they launched as an ERC 20. I mean, this is really like, Ethereum is, is, is perfect for this sort of setup, in my opinion. And I think this is really like, I, when I came across you guys, this is, I think this is the future of fantasy sports. I really do. You see fantasy sports just exploding. I think there, I saw like 60 million people just in North America or the U.S. play. So you, you take the whole world over. And I mean, you know, you, 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 you guys have a lot of promise. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity. It's a huge market. Um, if we can uh, get some elite players and get them uh, get some pride behind what they're doing and some recognition, I think uh, it just adds to the ecosystem. Have you guys thought about reaching out to anybody in the league and uh, trying to get them behind it? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we part of I think we have a great idea, and we don't want to go too big too quick because we don't want anyone to take it. So we want to be right. the first to market. So okay, yeah, we've already got interest from people in Europe and people in the U.S. and uh, it's really a global, a global thing. I mean, 
Yeah, I've had a lot of people already shooting me messages on my like personal thing, uh, Facebook and Twitter asking me about it. They've seen my, my post. So I definitely know there's a lot of people that are excited about it. Yeah, for sure. So what, is there anything else you want to say? Like, uh, you know, uh, any sort of thesis statement or anything like that that you want to get across to uh, get out there? Well, I just, I just want to say, I mean, people that uh, are interested at all, just follow what we're doing on the hockey side. Uh, we got the auction going. We're going to have a live stream. We have a live event for the closing of the auctions on the 17th. So on YouTube, we'll have a live stream of that event. Um, we really want to, another thing that we want to do is tie in live events. And I think it's very important if you have a, a, a virtual ecosystem to tie it to live events. So when we have auctions, when we have drafts, we want to we want to encourage people to get together and and have a beer and watch what's going on and really really feel a part of it. Um, another part of our program is an ambassador. So what we're doing is setting up ambassadors in as many cities as possible, who would promote our brand, promote the ideas, and host live events. So from these live events, the ambassadors can make a, make a bit of profit, you know, uh, help us develop a little bit of hype. Um, once we get into all the sports, there's going to be events happening every month. So we really want to get that, uh, the live feel to it as well. So, yeah, I think that's uh, important. All what we're doing and, uh, we're coming to all the other sports. Um, we plan on, uh, doing semi-pro and junior leagues as well. So in, in time, it'll all, all work together just like it does in the real world. That's really, really our goal is to simulate the real world just in a digital, digital style. Absolutely. You guys are, uh, if, if you want to get over to your website, you want to drop your links and your Twitter? Yeah, we're, our website's uh, uffsports.com. And Twitter, you're uffsports as well, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And I'm going to put all these links in the description. I just wanted to throw that in there at the end so people can uh, remember to head over there. Definitely get in there and roll on the uh, website, check everything out. Um, I'll probably, I don't know, hopefully do another show with you guys in the near future. We can talk about everything about, uh, how the first auction went and everything like that. And, uh, what the, what's, what's coming, uh, later on this year. Yeah. There's more things coming every month. So, uh, yeah, we should be great to do an update. Absolutely. All right. I really appreciate your time today, sir. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. And I wish you guys a lot of success this year and, uh, moving forward. You too. For sure. Thank you very much.